your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. The Golden Knights pound Demko, Marcia Madness in November, and Bromancing the Stone. I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at Locked On VGK or myself at Tony Dasco on Twitter. I'm a longtime Las Vegas sportscaster covering major events in the sports and entertainment capital of the world. And thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. When the Golden Knights trailed the Vancouver Canucks 2 to nothing early, I felt nemesis, longtime nemesis, Thatcher Demko, was starting to find his rhythm in net at T-Mobile Arena on Saturday night. It was reminiscent of the way that he handled VGK in the bubble in the 2020 playoffs, where he was 2-1 in the series with a .64 goals against average and a 985 save percentage. We recall Peter DeBoer at the time saying that Demko rattled the Golden Knights' confidence and he really was just so strong in net and VGK just could not penetrate the puck and get it into the goal. They were scoring goals in bunches and had dead aim at a cup final at the very, very least. The Canucks' backup goalie stymied VGK, you recall, and the Golden Knights never got back in sync. They were eliminated by the Dallas Stars in the next round in the conference final. Well, Saturday night, the Golden Knights paid back Demko in spades. After trailing two-zip, Evgeny Dodonov scored on a five-on-three. Chandler Stevenson with a nice play to keep the puck alive off of a miss by Shea Theodore. Riley Smith tied it at two apiece. Smith has really stepped up his game, and Jake LeShizen did a good job distracting Demko in front of the net. And Jonathan Marchessault had a couple of goals. Dodonov added a second goal. Braden McNabb scored a goal, and even, yes, Jake LeCision scored his very first NHL goal. In the end, the Canucks gave up seven goals for a second consecutive game, leaving head coach Travis Green's future in doubt. After the game, you could tell Green's frustration is setting in. He said poor officiating was one of the reasons for the Canucks' 7-4 road loss in Las Vegas, and in fact, he called the officiating atrocious. He said that there were a couple of penalties that never should have been called. There was that penalty on Oliver Ekman Larson, the double minor, after he came to the defense of Canucks rookie Vasily Putkolson. OEL went after Braden McNabb for the vicious hit on Putkolson, and Ekman Larson received a double minor for the incident, and McNabb, with the dangerous hit, only had a two-minute penalty. McNabb for a third consecutive game with a massive hip check, and those are hip checks that have changed the momentum in games. Remember last week I was saying VGK is just too finesse? Well, McNabb must have been listening because he's changing games with his physicality. McNabb finally rewarded for his dirty work as well by scoring a goal. I do agree with Green that Demko never should have been called for the delay of game penalty in the four-all tie in the third period. 
He knocked the net off its moorings, but Green said that it wasn't intentional. And he said that the post had come off a couple of times already. Leonard had actually pushed it off in the second period. If you haven't noticed, folks, Leonard moves the net frequently. And Green said that the net was broken by Leonard. It had to be fixed during the break. And that's when Marcia saw scored the eventual game winner. VGK played physical when it had to with the McNabb hits. Robin Leonard complimented McNabb after the game for the way he settles things down in front of the net. And we also saw Ben Hutton in his very first appearance in a Golden Knights uniform, mixing it up with Jason Dickinson. They got into the scrap late behind the play in the third period. A couple of good shots landed by each player. Hutton, the defenseman, who might get some playing time now with the absence of Alec Martinez and Zach Whitecloud. He was originally drafted by Vancouver in 2012. The Golden Knights recently signed Hutton to a one-year contract. You know what? I would make a horrible odds maker, by the way. I had the total number of points for the Golden Knights in this six-game homestand at five and a half. At five and a half, and through the first three games, the Golden Knights have six points on the 3-0 start. Coming up next, Marcia So Madness in November. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of all the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. Jonathan Marcheseau became the first 100-goal scorer in VGK history on Saturday night. He had a couple of goals, and he remains the Golden Knights' most consistent goal scorer during the VGK streak and on the misfit line that has been playing without its starting center, William Carlson. The misfit line has become the Golden Knights' top line with all the injuries now, and Marchessault has scored seven goals over the last six games for VGK. After the game, he called the Golden Knights the pride of his career. When VGK added Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, Marchessault and the misfit line were overshadowed by the more powerful line. Marchessault was acquired by the Golden Knights in the expansion draft from the Florida Panthers. You remember he signed, perhaps, the first big contract extension with the team during the 2017 season when he inked a six-year, $30 million extension through 2023. His playmaking ability has definitely approved, and next I feel he could score more goals in the playoffs. He had nine points in 19 playoff games last season, and his shot attempts were slightly more than two per game, and he had but one power play goal in the playoffs last season, so that's an area that he hopes to improve on in the playoffs in the future. On the win against Vancouver, Marchessault said that good teams find a way to win, and that's what the Golden Knights did. Marchessault's highest goal-scoring season was 30 with Florida in the 2016-2017 season, and he already has nine this season. 
I say when he's healthy, move William Carlson to the third line. I dare you, Pete DeBoer. I know this is off the cuff. I wouldn't break up the misfit line the way it is currently with Nick Waugh centering. The way he's playing and the way that the line is playing, can they put Carlson on the third line, bolster the third line with Yanmark and Dodonoff? It would strengthen the third line, but there is no way I would tinker with the misfit line the way it is now with Nick Waugh as the center. 15 games into the season, and I have to give credit to Peter DeBoer for pushing all the right buttons. Right now, he might be the coach of the year in the National Hockey League. He lost, what, about three quarters of his scoring, and he's still in the mix for the Pacific Division. As each player returns, he gets an energy boost, like when Mark Stone returned over this past weekend. And I told you Stone would be returning this homestand, didn't I? I really do believe that the turning point for VGK was when Peter DeBoer began to simplify his systems, and it really kicked in, I believe, after playing Toronto on the road. After the Golden Knights were shut out, and nothing, especially the power play, was clicking. They have lost just one time since then, since the Toronto game, and they have won four out of five, three straight on this homestand, and eight out of ten. Even when DeBoer has inserted AHL players into the lineup, they have helped the team not hurt VGK, as DeBoer said last week. Cotter, Ron Bjorg, and Lashizan with their first NHL goals over the past seven days. And the Lashizan goal Saturday, a butte, an absolute butte, often an assist from Dodonov and going five-hole on Thatcher Demko. One area that is finally clicking for this team, the power play. VGK was two for three in that category against the Canucks on Saturday night. The Golden Knights, you recall, started 0 for 19 and now have converted on five of the last 15 power plays. Up next, the Golden Knights turn to stone. You're listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. It's the number one spot for all the sports action, period. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. Your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on in all caps, locked on in all caps to receive your bonus. Bet Online also has the new web interface. You really need to check it out. It's got more props, lines, odds than ever before. And check out the Monday Night Football numbers too with the Rams and Niners game on tap. College basketball season is now underway as well. Bet Online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. There was an instant bromance between Evgeny Dodonov and Mark Stone the moment Stone was inserted into the lineup after being out for a while with that lower body injury. There was some sort of chemistry between the two linemates, and you could see it immediately on the ice. And after the game, Dodonov was gushing with compliments for Stone. He said Stone makes the game easier, and he said he does so many good things on the ice that it makes it easy for him. But Stone himself wasn't satisfied with his return performance. He was critical after the game. He said that he turned the puck over on his first shift, and that led to a goal. He was in the penalty box for the second Canucks goal. That's the way his return began, but in the end, the captain's impact on the ice made a difference and helped to fuel VGK to its eighth win in 10 games. Stone had an assist to redeem himself to Dodonov on that sweet helper. We don't know what the exact Stone injury was that sidelined him, but we do know that it was a lower body injury and Stone said that he had to visit several specialists. He said the most frustrating part of his time being injured was not having a timeline for his return. 
And Pete DeBoer says that he likes Dodonov, who he said is constantly improving. He called Dodonov a streaky guy who scores goals in punches. Could we see another streak ahead for Evgeny, who had three straight games where he tallied a goal? DeBoer said Dodonov could easily have three or four more goals through the first 12 games he's appeared in. And DeBoer feels Dodonov will consistently score this season as more personnel returns. The largest player not on the field at Allegiant Stadium Sunday night had to be Robin Leonard. He attended his first NFL Raiders game in the city, along with the Misfits, William Carlson and Jonathan Marcheseau. He had a number 90 Panda jersey on, too. When he saw all the massive players at Allegiant Stadium for the Raiders-Chiefs game, he said there are a lot of Pandas in football. And Leonard called Saturday's game against the Canucks pond hockey. He said that he hated to give up four goals, but he knew that it was entertaining for all the fans, and he enjoyed it, too. We have a Jack Eichel update for you. On Friday, we told you Eichel was going to have his surgery. Late Friday afternoon, the Golden Knights released a statement saying Eichel's doctor described the artificial disc replacement as a success and without complications. His doctor said Eichel is expected to make a full recovery, and the organization added that it would provide additional updates on the anticipated timing of his return when appropriate. The Golden Knights will get a big test Tuesday when they host the Metropolitan Division leaders, Carolina, at T-Mobile. Tomorrow we will have a preview of that game. The Canes come off back-to-back losses at home to the Flyers and Blues. Carolina already with 22 points in its division, and the losses were the first of the season. Meanwhile, the Golden Knights have crept up on the division-leading Oilers in the Pacific with its latest three-game win streak and 8 out of 10. VGK now with 18 points. They trail Edmonton by just four points early on. This week, three games for VGK after the Canes, the Red Wings, and the Blue Jackets visit T-Mobile Arena. There is also a college basketball game on Friday night, so the ops crew is going to be very busy. They will have to flip the ice, and there's also going to be another college hoops doubleheader coming up on Sunday night. It's a very busy week at T-Mobile Arena. We thank you all for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. Now, make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Culler leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day for you to be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. We'll see you tomorrow. And thanks for tuning in to Locked On Golden Knights.